Guys, what's goody? Welcome to the Bird Brain Podcast, where the goal is to rise above it all, stay elevated, create that infinity, and up your you. I'm your host, Isaiah. It's after Thanksgiving, um, and so many things that come up around the holidays, y'all. I was not kidding. <laughs> and uh, a couple of things, you know, surfaced for myself, um, and we're going to get into it. And one of the biggest things is... Well, a couple of things that I want to talk about on today's episode is um, being okay with being misunderstood. That's one, right? And also learning the difference between tolerance and patience. That's two. So we're going to get into both of those, okay? So um, we're back into the week, all right? If you're driving, seatbelt, home, water, mm, and just take care of yourself on this journey, okay? All right, stay tuned. What's up, y'all? Please mind my voice if it goes in and out. I am recovering. (laughs) Your boy got really, really sick. And I'm back at it. I wanted to, I didn't want too much time to pass. Um, So here we are. Here we are. And I missed y'all. I hope you guys have been okay. Um, I hope the holiday was good for you. In whatever capacity, truth be told, because I think I was seeing a lot on on social media. The beautiful thing about social media is it's definitely bringing a, to light a lot of realities that are not um, congruent with the status quo. You had a lot more people talking about spending the holidays alone, right, away from their family. You had a lot more people talking about not showing up to certain functions because of the dynamics within their familial relationships. And they're just not tolerating that anymore. And you had a lot of people willing to go to family functions and having some choice words (laughs) with the family members who want to keep things as they always were, um, completely disregarding the, the harm that's in that. Right. And, it's so much. It's a moving. It's a moving piece, and I think in in this generation, in this, in this day and time, as much as you know, the older generations will call the younger generations soft or disrespectful, and all these other things. There is a big difference between being disrespectful but being very discerning, right? Um, recognizing what's okay and what's not for yourself, and just because someone has. Um, made things okay in their life does not make it okay for you. Doesn't mean that it's okay at all. Truth be told, somebody is just conceding to a certain level of treatment, um, a certain standard of living of a relationship. And because other people in their life or people before them have taught them that this is okay, this is necessary, this is the requirement, this is how things are supposed to be, quote unquote, 
they carried on that legacy until it stops. And I think recently a lot of people have made the choice to make sure it stops. Now, other people have had amazing times because they have amazing families. And that's a blessing. That's the goal for all of us, right? The goal is to always be in the company of people you feel valued by, you feel safe with, you feel um, just like you matter. You know what I'm saying? That's the goal. That's always the goal. And I think it's a beautiful thing when people do have that. They're excited to see their family because it's been so long. They miss their family. And it's a good time. That is amazing. That's how it should be. Right? Because too often you hear, well, that's your family. You only get one family. And you're kind of forced to be in the company of people who've betrayed you. And while they're supposed to be your family, they didn't treat you like you were theirs. It's a double standard in terms of what family is, correct? So then you have boundaries. And a lot of people may not understand your boundaries because it keeps them at a certain distance. Well, it it keeps you from being harmed and it keeps you from engaging in certain things that aren't necessary for you, for you. And people will say you're disrespectful, you're delusional, you're this, you're that. It gets to a point in time where you have to be okay with other people misunderstanding you. The reason why is this. Sometimes people will go out of their way to not understand you because understanding you means that I will be aware of my behavior. I will be aware of who I am as a person. I will have to take it up with my character and evaluate some things. And a lot of times people don't want to do that because that will unravel a person's whole being, (laughs) especially if they've been doing wrong. And they know to some degree that they have, right? There's a certain level of self-awareness we all have. You can't be fully oblivious. They're aware. So to have you come in a person who's not hip with the shit, right? And you're kind of putting your foot down. It creates a rift in the system. And everybody else who goes along with that system, knowing what's okay and what's not okay they have a problem with you too. And in that space, you feel like, oh man, maybe I'm doing something wrong. Maybe having boundaries is not it. And I get it. Boundaries are uncomfortable, first of all, because it it challenges you. It makes you feel like you're, you're not doing something right. And the thing is, right does not always feel right. Okay. Wrong doesn't always feel wrong. At some point in time, it just is. And when you recognize, and sometimes you have to, you, when it comes to setting boundaries, when it comes to making an uncomfortable decision, we look into the future without being there yet, because the way we look into the future is, is, is with grief, loss, disappointment, whatever. But as the days go on, we realize how much more peace we have because we made that decision in in the past, right? We don't see it because... Peace is a steady state, right? Is not is not this this increase or jolt in your energy like stress would do or trauma would do. It's, it's peace, so you won't recognize it immediately. But it's peace, 
And the more your days go, you kind of look at these situations or people or relationships in, in, in the past and you're like, oh, wait, I do feel better. I feel so much better. Where did this come from? This, this feels good to me. And the more you recognize that feeling, honestly, the, the, the less, the more inclined you are to protect it, right? The more inclined you are to protect it and to have boundaries. And I've talked about this on, on, on so many episodes. It's a pendulum. When you're first establishing boundaries, it's kind of like a bat out of hell. <laughs> you get a boundary. You get a boundary. And someone had described it. The way boundaries work is it needs to be a complete sentence and there needs to be a, uh, how do I, cause and effect, right? You're not going to talk to me that way. Is not a boundary necessarily, right? Or don't talk to me like that. That's not a boundary. I'm not going to allow you to continue to treat me like this is what I'm not going to do. Boundaries are not enforcing the other person, Right? It's what I'm not going to do. I'm not going to allow you to continue treating me like this. If this is how the relationship is going to be, I'm out. That's a boundary, right? If you don't have it in you to treat me a certain way, I'm out. Or our relationship is going to change drastically. That's a boundary. It's not a threat. It's a boundary, right? Boundaries say, hey, these are the confines that I can exist in properly for us to have a healthy relationship. If the terms and conditions are not there, then there's no relationship or not the relationship that we're expecting to have. It's not there. It's not going to be there. Okay. And onto that, when it comes to tolerance and patience, I've thought about this year alone because why not use this year? This year was so damn fast. It's like, ooh what the hell happened, but this was a fast track and a lot of lessons in terms of the difference between patience and tolerance. You know, people like to preach patience, but they're actually talking about tolerance. And the reason why I say that is this, when you have patience for something, let's think of a flower, right? You have patience for a flower, you water it, you, you, well, you plant the soil first, right? I'm not a gardener, so please don't hate me if I'm doing this all wrong, but just in my mind, you have the soil, you lay the soil, you put the seeds in, you water the seeds, get some sunlight, you come back, you check, make sure the seeds are still jiving, everything is cool, all right, bet, come back, still good, perfect, solid, right? And let's say while you're growing this this this, this garden, you have someone who comes along and they kick your garden over every time you plant the seeds down they kick your garden so you planting that's patience you constantly having to replant after somebody kicks your garden over and someone's just like oh yeah that's just who he is that's just who they are you know they destroy everybody's garden yours just happened to be there so you're like, all right, well, I guess I'll just plant tomorrow. Come back tomorrow. Your garden is kicked over. I guess I'll just plant again tomorrow. That's tolerance. The way I like to think about patience is patience is is recognizing something that's in progress. 
Tolerance is accepting the lack of progress and enduring that, but hoping for a change, right? I keep planting this, and I hope I hope eventually he stops kicking it or they stop kicking over my garden. But in the meantime, I'm going to just keep planting. That's not patience. That's tolerance. And when people tell us to have patience with other people, it's like, no, you want me to have tolerance for them because certain behaviors should not be acceptable, Tolerating them means that you succumb to the idea that this is all you deserve and this is the the most that somebody can give you. That's tolerance. Patience is someone saying, hey, I'm working on this. This is how I'm working on it. This is how I'm making an effort to do better. And there's active. Um, there's active effort. Right. There's tangibility. And it's not like you're holding a, a torch under somebody's feet. No. It's just like you recognize, all right, is this relationship, there is there some line of progression there that's happening for the both of us? Is that happening? Yes or no? If it is, that's patience because you recognize that there is something to come of this. A better relationship. Tolerance is recognizing that somebody has no desire to treat you better. And you deal with that. You endure it because it's like, well, you know, it's not so bad. Whenever you start saying it's not so bad or this, this, this isn't bad as the other person, you know, not the other person that treated me this way is, it's not so bad. It's not a big deal. That's you tolerating. And once you get in the space of tolerating, you will accept a lot of things. You will call it patience, but in actuality, you're tolerating it. And the more you tolerate, the more you tell yourself that this, you're, you're extending your threshold. You're building your quote unquote resiliency to be mistreated. Like the resiliency isn't coming from lifting weights and, and getting stronger. The resiliency is coming from being beat down, right? And the result of that is you losing a sense of self-worth, you thinking that this is all you deserve. So when something good does come along, you kind of reject it in certain ways or you self-sabotage. You recreate the environment that you're used to. And the way you do that is you find ways to deviate from what you actually are seeking, right? You recreate the pattern. Okay. And that comes from tolerance. You don't have to tolerate anything. I also want you to be mindful of the reality that some people will be committed to misunderstanding you, like I said before. But also, as long as you understand yourself and you understand how you feel, your why, you won't be so eager to have people understand you first so you have permission to feel what you feel, right? Sometimes we think that if someone else doesn't understand us, then we're wrong. But some people are committed to seeing you wrong, right? Because it keeps them from, again, being held responsible or accountable. Or maybe you have certain feelings about an experience in an exchange and you're trying to sort it out right? Or you're trying to make other people understand you first. Because if you understand me, then that means that it's okay for me to feel this way. What if they don't understand you? You're still feeling those feelings, right? So that means that they're there for a reason. And it's not to necessarily put it on the other person or whatever the case may be. But when it comes to being misunderstood, be okay with being misunderstood. I'm not saying to walk through life ambiguous and intentionally confuse people, but if you have certain feelings, if you state a boundary and people seem to still not get it, 
it's not your job to try to convince them otherwise. Because a lot of times when we're trying to be understood, we're trying to convince somebody to value us or validate us, right? We're trying to persuade them in the hopes that, hey, if you understand me, then that means I get a pass. But no, what if they don't understand you? Oh, well, right? They're, the goal is for them to not understand you and get you. The goal is for you to understand yourself and get what's going on. That's your focus. Understanding yourself before you go out into the world in the hopes that other people understand you. No, understand your why. Understand what's happening. Understand the causation. Understand how it feels. Okay? All of this is like important for you. The more you understand yourself, the less you feel inclined to have people understand you. And the more okay you are with people misunderstanding you because people can only see you sometimes at the level of their own awareness of themselves. Right? Empathy is not something that everybody has, first of all. So that's another thing. Sometimes people cannot conceptualize your experiences, so they're not going to get it. And what do you do with that? Well, you decide. You have decision, but you understanding yourself is paramount. Stop trying to force other people to understand you first because what you're saying is that I need clearance from you to be who I am. I needed to be okay with you first for me to be who I am and feel what I need to feel. I need that from you. And you don't. Okay? So that's important. It's very important. Okay? In a grand scheme, you don't have to tolerate anything. Yeah, there are consequences to every choice we make. Like, you, you're you in the job, right? And you're tolerating a certain level of mistreatment and stress and all that. You're tolerating that. And you're like, well, this is my job. Yeah. But you don't necessarily have to tolerate it. Right? It's not only one job in this world. It's just the job that you're willing to do. Right? It's the job that you're willing to tolerate. Okay? And you fall into that groove of like, all right, cool. This is like, this is me accepting this, right? This is me tolerating this, you know, or, well, we have kids. It's not that easy. We have a house, we have kids. Well, there's legislation in place for divorces and everything like that. The truth of the matter is, is yes, there are uncomfortable consequences that come with not tolerating things. It's not impossible to not tolerate things though, which is what I'm saying. It just depends on what level of discomfort are you willing to go through for a life of potential comfort, a potential safety, I should say, moving forward, right? Staying in an unhealthy relationship because you don't want to deal with the mess of it being dismantled that you're tolerating, right? Um, Doing certain things to yourself or not doing certain things for yourself because it's uncomfortable. It's you tolerating. Then you try to rationalize, right? Um, This is all necessary to recognize and understand. It's imperative that you understand it. And you ask yourself, well, am I being patient or am I tolerating this year, I think I tolerated a lot of things. And the reason I knew that is because 
people were continuing to do certain things. <laughs> right. So I knew I was okay. I'm tolerating this. Okay. But I've become less tolerant and I'm much more patient. Patience. Right. I can recognize the imperfections of all of us, myself included. And people have been patient with me. And I'm so grateful for that. I'm so grateful for that. But I would never want someone to tolerate me or feel like they have to tolerate me. That's not the goal. Tolerance is not the goal. Patience. Okay. And they say, you know, if you're patient with yourself, you can be patient with others, etc. Yes. But differentiate between patience and tolerance. I think that's super important because if you if you think that you being tolerant is actually you being patient, you are going to end up in a slippery slope. And it's so easy to confuse it to the way people talk about it, right, in society. But it's important to know the distinction because once you know the distinction, you can stop setting yourself up for disappointment presently and progression that you deserve in the future. Okay. I think that's it. I think that's enough for you guys to like sit on and chew on. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure that the holiday is still, I mean, we're, in, we're into the, the final stretch of the year, y'all. There's so much to think about, so much to, to conceptualize, so much to decide what am I taking into the new year? What am I leaving? That's been a big one. Not new year, new me, but just like same me, new perspective. Okay. Same me, new perspective. Cause the goal is to not dispose of yourself. I think we exist in too many spaces where we feel disposed of anyway. So why do it? See yourself a little bit different though. You can't get rid of yourself. You're the longest relationship you have. And if you honestly think that you're just going to get rid of yourself at 12 o'clock midnight when everything that you are is a compilation of your history that you've had to survive on, it doesn't work like that. <laughs> so get rid of the whole new year, new me, and decide. Same me. New perspectives, new tools, new intentions, right? New practices, uh, new accountability, that's the newness. Those things are new. And that's all right. Okay. Um, I hope you guys have an amazing week. It's good to be back. Uh, I hope you're taking care of yourself. Yeah. Like mentally and physically. It's worth it, y'all. <laughs> I really hope you're taking care of yourself. And if you want to coach with me, uh, it's all virtual. I don't know if I made that clear before, but yeah, they're virtual sessions. So we'll, we'll unpack some things. We'll talk about some things. We'll work through some things. But if you're, if you're really wanting to, to improve upon certain things in your life, especially relationships, cause that's an ongoing thing, right? I'm your coach. Hit me up. 
let's get this work in. I would love to work with people who are willing to do the work because that's the only way things will work. <laughs> but it's worth it. Uh, and my success rate is pretty high and I'm so grateful for that. I love my clients. I love working with them. And I love just knowing that they are truly practicing, you know, taking better care of themselves and, and recognizing difference in relationships, et cetera. That matters, man. That really matters. And, and I don't take that lightly. So yeah, if you, if you're just looking to, to level up and do your thing, hit me up. Okay. And let's, let's, let's do this. Um, also, if you like the podcast, Greatly appreciate it if you leave a review or rating on the iTunes or even Spotify. It's a little stars in the description of this episode or something like that. But um, it's there. Coaching, the, the link to, to coaching will be in the, the description of this episode. So you can just click the link and it'll give you more details. Or you can shoot me an email, thebirdbrainpodcast at gmail.com. And uh, we could talk. Uh, I think that's it. I think that's it. The coloring book is out there. The journal is out there. Uh, I'm probably missing something. I was featured in Voyage LA magazine just recently, which was great. Not just great. It was amazing. And it really gave me a moment to just kind of think about who I am and, and what I'm creating and how I deserve to keep showing up. That's a complete sentence. <laughs> I deserve to keep showing up. And so do you. All right. So with that being said, take care of yourselves. Take care of each other. Take flight. <laughs>